0: the emotional, and mental part. I mean, is, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, prior to this season, over the, the last 281 games he played, hurt or injured, there's distinctions there. In 141 of those 280 games, and um, you know, Chris, you know, wants to play, and you know, he doesn't want to. The last thing in the world he is is soft. Boy, I kind of laughed at that when I read some of that stuff. Soft? Yeah, right. You can imagine trying to play this game in pain. It's, it's not easy. It's not like football. That's Mike Bryant, father of Cubs third baseman Chris Bryant. He was on the Bernstein and Rahimi show earlier this week talking about uh, his son and uh, taking uh, offense to uh, the soft label that uh, some had a- applied to Chris Bryant. Uh, who is uh, likely, it appears, to be traded uh, at some point in the next few weeks here by the Cubs as they approach the trade deadline. Good evening to you. Mike Esposito here with you on The Score. Another half hour for me. I am followed by the Cody Decker Show uh, and then Cubs Baseball at Arizona, 8.05 for Zach's pregame show. Zach Zaidman will have that for you. Uh, right now, let's head on out to The Score Hotline. It's sponsored by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. There we find Evan Altman from Cubs Insider. Evan, good evening. Uh, and how about that, uh, Mike Bryant there, uh, you know, taking a little offense to, to what's going on with Chris. I know he took some offense to, uh, to the Joe Buck questioning during the All-Star game as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, it's an interesting thing uh, there. And, and uh, you know, I, Mike is an interesting character for sure. And, and I've, uh, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the years. But it's it's a nice contrast with with uh, Chris, who Cubs fans know, It's very measured, uh, almost almost to the point of being demure, uh, which is kind of a weird word to use maybe for him. But uh, but Mike is is definitely um, he, he's a little bit of a different character, and and uh, it's it great. Uh, but uh, but sometimes people don't necessarily uh, get along with that quite as well. But but he speaks his mind, and uh, and I appreciate that about it.
0: Yeah, for sure, and and listen, and I don't fault Joe Buck for asking the question during the All Star game. It's it's what's on everyone's mind. You know, just uh, flipping through CBS Sports uh, the website uh, earlier this morning, you know, top trade candidates and who's number one. Of course, it is because he's a former Rookie of the Year, a former MVP. But it's it's Chris Bryant, and I know uh, we were talking about this a little earlier. I know this is going to be a hard one for a lot of people to accept because Chris Bryant was. Uh, if not the face, certainly one of the main faces and the main pieces of the you know the original World Series winning core. This is going to be a tough one for people to handle, I think.
1: Yeah, no doubt. If if indeed it happens, and and I still I still think there's a, a pretty strong possibility that it that it doesn't happen simply because, and I know the you know with the Jock Peterson move, things have already been set in motion, but. Right. Uh, but there is kind of this this idea that, um, and, and even with you, Darvish, right, prior, prior to that and Victor Caratini, but um, but you have a great deal more emotional capital. And, and listen, I understand what Jed Hoyer has said, and he can't be ruled by emotion and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, the, even even financial side of that is tied in. You, you have to have some guys that fans want to come out and see. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be tough because this is someone who – Uh, Again, the Cubs sort of uh, fell into, if you look at the the number two overall draft pick, the Cubs sort of got lucky with that uh, because the Astros made a rare mistake. And, and he, he came up through the system. And this is a guy who we, how many Cubs prospects had we seen collectively not live up to the hype? And this is a guy who at every single level continued to not only meet the hype, but exceed it. And then, you know, again, is involved in the play uh, when the Cubs win the world series. So, yeah, if he's playing in a different uniform, be it later this year or next year, that that's going to be a tough one. Just you know, it kind of it's it's Greg Maddox like I think yep. for those fans who are, who are around to see that, where where you just think, how did you let this guy get away? But uh, yep. again, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But it is absolutely going to be tough to swallow.
0: Evan Altman of Cubs Insider, our guest, and Evan, that is literally the worst Cubs uh, nightmare of my of my lifetime because Greg Maddox is one of my favorite baseball players uh, of all time. Just uh, loved watching him pitch, and exactly what you just said, he he was a Cub and then he wasn't, and it was over whatever the the dollar figure was. It certainly uh, in in the end, and in retrospect, was not worth uh, letting him go to the Braves. But and not that this is going to happen, and you, and you correctly phrased that. You know, just reading the news and we played a cut earlier from John Heyman, who was reporting that uh, the Cubs are are going to try or at least look at extending Baez and Rizzo before they look to trade them. But, you know, the, the word on Bryant and the word on uh, Kimbrell necessarily is is not the same, that they're looking uh, more for trades there and that Bryant had already turned down uh, the opportunity at the, at the big payday with the Cubs for the, the $200 million deal. Anyway, that's what uh, John Heyman was reporting Do you think there is a chance that at some point um, within the next few weeks, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo has a news conference with the Cubs where they say, hey, we've extended these guys, or we've extended this guy is probably the better way to to put that.
1: Yeah, I I I think that possibility is there. It it certainly feels, you know, each day that passes, and and certainly once the regular season started, um, you know, and and Anthony Rizzo had said point blank, uh, I'm not going to, talk about this anymore uh we're done with it we we've seen some things there that that perhaps the offers were not really in line with what anybody had expected uh you know i i I do think uh, some of the reports about the offers the cubs have given to bryant are perhaps a little bit overblown or at least that's what i've reported in the past Mm -hmm. uh but uh, you know he's maintained the entire time even throughout whether it was uh, joe buck asking him the question whether it was reporters during his media availability prior to the home run derby was, you know, hey, I love it in Chicago. I'd love to stay. And, and this is, it's a little bit different from just the guy, I think, spouting uh, what he thinks people want to hear, because now you're talking about this, is a guy who had his, his young son there at the, at the all-star game. He started a family in Chicago, right? He got married during his time with the Cubs. You have a lot more ties when you've begun your life, in a city, then, uh, then maybe if you were just single and uh, you know you can kind of go around and, and you haven't really established your life yet. So I, I do think there is a security and there's a familiarity that he would love to maintain, and and I truly believe that were the Cubs to extend him an offer and, and include a no trade clause and some other security in there, that he would prefer to stay in Chicago. But at the same time, uh, you know this is a business, and uh, and there are going to be some things from both the Cubs and from Bryant. That, uh, that get worked out on that basis and and that may not work out to where both of them can stay together for the long term. So I, I really don't know what to expect. I, I think, though, this feels like with any of those three guys that, uh, that if nothing else, just because of Bryant's versatility with everything that he's shown, the Cubs may be able to get more in return for him than they could for either Baez or Rizzo right now and the business side may then dictate that one of them has to be moved or maybe two of them and one or two of them remain simply because that's what's best for the Cubs from a business side of things versus, you know, anything emotional.
0: Yeah, no. And Evan Altman, our guest from Cubs Insider, talking about Chris Bryant uh, and talking about the Cubs as they enter the second half. It's it's kind of odd as as we start because I know the Cubs were one of the You call them a feel-good story, whatever. They they got off to to the good start. They were in first place as recently as a few weeks ago. And then the big losing streak, you're now eight games out uh, and all signs. And you mentioned the Jock Peterson trade, and you actually wrote uh, on CubsInsider.com an article about the guy uh, from Atlanta, uh, first-base prospect Bryce Ball, that they got for Peterson. But certainly – while it doesn't mean you know a, a fire sale is on trading peterson is certainly not uh,
1: the sign of a team going for it yeah i mean i and and you know that that's kind of one of those even at the time that they signed peterson it felt like hey this is a guy this it, it and i don't i i want to be careful here and I'm, I'm certainly not trying to dehumanize him in any way but it felt like one of those where you buy a property to to try to spruce it up and then flip it um yeah. right they they wanted to see hey let's let him play. Hopefully this guy hits really well against lefties or better than he did the last season. And, uh, and he mashes a little bit and then he, he increases his value. And if we're not in it at the break, we can trade him to a team. And then of course you have the Braves who lost Ronald Acuna Jr. They needed an outfielder. They, they and it, and it just fell in uh, and the Cubs were able to get something. And, and again, Bryce ball, uh, AKA ball Bunyan, is, yep. uh, you, you know, maybe there, there are definitely some rough edges there, but that's the kind of guy where and and we've kind of talked about this for a while that seems like really good value for a guy who was among I think he was 12th in the uh in, in the Braves system before he was traded he's a little bit lower with the Cubs now uh, as far as what some of the evaluators think but that's a better value overall for a guy who was only with your team for a few months and maybe they could expect to get from one of these other kind of longtime core pieces so uh, that felt like a no-brainer and I think you'll see that more with if the Cubs are able to move some of these relievers or other yeah. guys who you don't expect to be their long-term who you don't expect to be foundational pieces. So if, if Hoyer can make those moves, it's just so much easier because you know, nobody, you know, you think, Oh man, Jack was uh, such a cool addition. And that mustache was great. And he's so fun. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was only here yeah. for a few months. Okay, cool. And you forget yeah. about it a couple days later. So yeah. it, it does make it easier.
0: He'll he'll be one of those guys. Twenty years from now, you'll be like, wait a second, Jock Peterson was on the Cubs. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, the first few months. Oh yeah, the, uh, that was
1: a, that, that was, was a moment. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, like Jim Edmonds. You know, is right. kind of uh, it, it it comes and goes, and then uh, and then you you forget it. So uh, in the grand scheme of things, I think those are things like uh, Hoyer is is I'm sure loving to take those phone calls because those right. are the easiest moves in the world to make, and, sure. and you don't have to face any backlash for them.
0: Right. Well, and, and you, you mentioned, you know, who's part of the, the long-term, you know, everyone else is kind of uh, out there. Who, who do you think are is going to be here for the long-term? I mean, you know, I mentioned uh, off the top of the show, and again, off the top of my head, who's probably not available, maybe Albert Alzali, maybe uh, uh, Nico Horner, probably. I mean, you're not going to trade those guys. But out of the more veteran guys, I mean, who, who do you think the Cubs will choose to build around? Because as you so correctly pointed out, this is the Cubs. You have a, a, a full stadium every night. You're one of the big market teams and the big money teams. You're going to have, uh, you're going to have to have some kind of star power to get people in the seats.
1: Yeah, and I and I think that's you know when we when we talk about this, and I understand again the, the business aspect cuts a couple of different ways, and and part of that is is trying to be judicious with the uh, with the payroll that you're playing to paying to these players, and and uh, um, again I'm. I'm in favor of the idea that the Cubs should be among the top three to five teams in payroll every single year. That's how that works when you're a major market. But at the same time, you also have to balance that and figure out a way to get some of the young talent up. And so uh, when you you look at though, a guy like an Anthony Rizzo who brings such a tremendous amount, not just to the franchise, but to the city and who has meant so much to the Cubs. And and I think the two of them, uh, the team and player, are probably better served by staying together than they are apart. So I I do think Rizzo makes the most sense for them to keep around. Um, Javier Baez, again, is a guy who, if you look at uh, outside, you look at the crowded shortstop market and a lot of unknowns financially and and just personnel wise throughout MLB moving forward. I think, again, it makes a lot of sense for him. Um, If we kind of, pivot a little bit in a different direction. And this isn't a, a veteran guy in terms of his time with the Cubs, but Patrick wisdom, despite being a rookie is a little bit advanced in age, but you're also talking about a guy who plays third base. And, and mm-hmm. if Chris Bryant is to be on the move, you could see wisdom being kind of that guy that, that, you know, the Cubs tried to maybe do something like that with David Bode. That hasn't really worked out to, to where they thought, but I could see wisdom playing a bigger role Um you know, gosh, I, w- I would love to answer Ian Happ in this situation, but it, that's been a little bit difficult. His second half may dictate that a little bit more, but right. at, honestly there aren't that many guys they've got right now who you can look at and say, yeah, I, I can see him being a foundational piece for the next three to five years. It's um, th- that's where I think they're going to have to be really, really smart and probably spend a bunch of money in free agency. And then hope guys like Brennan Davis come up and play yep. just as well as what we've seen him do in the minors.
0: Yeah, well, Evan, you know we appreciate you jumping on tonight. It's going to be super interesting uh, to see how the next few weeks go because uh, I know that you know everything we've talked about and everything we've we've looked at and uh, has to do with the Cubs and and what this team is going to look like in August and then going forward. It's really the end of an era and for for many Cubs fans, the best era of their lives. But it's it's likely to look a lot different
1: uh, going forward. Uh, we really appreciate you jumping on this t- tonight, Evan. Hey, no problem at all. Thanks for having me on. And uh, just, uh, again, appreciate the time and have a great rest of the show, whatever's left of it here for you. All
0: right. Thanks, Evan. Evan Altman, uh, Cubs Insider. You find him on Twitter at DEvanAltman. Um, and, yeah, and listen, you know, take my uh, reporter slash uh, anchor slash uh, talk show host guy hat off. I am a Cubs fan since birth and I have been my whole life. And, listen. You, you fall in love with these teams. You fall in love with these players. We followed the buildup of this team, uh, certainly celebrated all of the peaks, the the NLCSs, the World Series, of course, uh, and we have we have uh, suffered with all of the uh, issues since then. Uh, but certainly uh, the most successful Cubs era, easily in my lifetime, and uh, certainly uh, one that I will miss. Uh, although. I am, in a, in a weird way, excited to see what happens and excited to see what they end up doing. Uh, we will need to take a quick time timeout, uh, and when we come back, we'll continue the Cubs talk. The Cody Decker Show coming your way at 7.30. Cubs baseball at 8.05 right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. Mike Esposito back with you here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, a few more minutes left. Uh, we will leave you uh, into down the line with Cody Decker. The Cody Decker uh, experience coming your way at 7:30, 8:05 uh, Cubs at Arizona. Zach Zaidman will have your pregame, and then Pat and Ron your call of the game. Cubs against the worst team in the National League. Arizona Diamondbacks, we'll see if they can uh, make some hay against Arizona. Arizona, good Lord, 26-66. and 66. That, my friends, is being called not good at baseball. We will see how the Cubs do down in the desert. The Sox have the Astros at home. Uh, they are just underway. Um, I should mention uh, Eric Sogard for the Cubs off of the injured list. Uh, no corresponding roster move uh, as the Cubs made that Jock Peterson trade. Uh, as we were talking about uh, last night. So Sogard back, Peterson down in Atlanta, he'll be uh, in their outfield. And we'll see what happens with this Cubs roster, who stays, who goes. What happens to this once uh, mighty core that won the World Series back in 2016? Uh, We are out of time here. Our thanks uh, to our guests, Evan Altman. Uh, from Cubs Insider, thanks to Josh Nelson from Sox Machine, thanks to our producer Brandon Fryer, did a great job back there at the Score Studios, uh, and thanks to you for listening, texting. Uh, it's been uh, it's been fun talking baseball with you this evening. Uh, we will be uh, again leading into uh, down the line, Cody Decker, and then Cubs baseball. All of that is next right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Good-